Hello, hello. Welcome back, Ghosts and Ghouls. This is Nope, I'm Scared. I'm Ella. And I'm Alexa. Back for a terrified Tuesday. On a Monday. Oh, yeah. Well, for us, it's Monday. Monday. But for you, it'll be Tuesday, probably. Even if it's late, it'll be Tuesday. Still be a Tuesday. Um, you know? Yeah, Tuesday. There's been a lot going on in our world lately. So So if we're a little low on energy, that's the only reason. Ella's got a lot of, like, health things and a lot of stuff. We'll update you guys soon. As it goes, Probably. But, um, so yeah, episodes may get stock recorded, and so you may have all of that stuff. And also, I haven't had time to look up any news updates, so I don't have anything about uh, Gabby Petito or the other cases that we told you about recently. Yeah, we've been very swamped for the last uh, Yeah, weeks. I know that Alex Murdoch was in court recently, but I haven't really read about what happened. Um, so yeah, I'll do that for the next episode. Cool, 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 cool. So, it's spooky season. Boop, boop. Um, do you know one of my favorite movies? Scream. That is my favorite slasher movie, yes. But do you know, like, a like a smaller, creepy Batman movie that I like a lot? Batman. No, not Batman. That like not trademark Batman, oh, but like a, a man Batman? who looks a bit like a bat. Jeepers Creepers. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's like a Batman movie. Where I think I was introduced to Justin Long for the first time and fell in love. A cutie. A cutie. I love him so much. He was on a Celebrity Family Feud recently. He looks the same. <laughs> yeah. No, he doesn't age. Mm. He's like Paul Rudder. Keanu yeah. Reeves. He definitely fits. In. He's just in that category of like white boy with dark hair that doesn't age. Yeah, very you know? much And so. it's just, like, a good human being also. Yeah. Because Keanu Reeves, the Paul Rudd, the Justin yeah. Long, all just seem like they're, they're nice. genuinely good yeah. people. And to ruin all of your stay, if you didn't know this already, Justin Long voiced Alvin and Alvin and the Chipmunks, <sighs> the new ones. And they made four of those movies, I think. Yeah, there's one we still have not seen. Or is that the third one? No, because they made Shipwreck. Yeah. So there's four of those movies. Um, yeah, so there you go. Justin Long carrying Just a generation. Just in time for early Christmas. No! <laughs> but back to Jeepers Creepers. Um, that movie has, I think, three or four? I think it's and three. I think I just saw that there was one coming out soon. I've never seen any of them. What? How have I failed you? I don't know. Oh, no, there was one that came out. Yeah, Jeepers Creepers Reborn, 2021 film. Really? What is that? I'm sorry, we're Googling on air. <laughs> October um, 20th. It's wait, not even it's out, not yet. out yet. It's going to come out. Wow. Oh, dang. Well, maybe we'll watch yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, we, we might. Yeah, we on that. But, you know, if it's on HBO Max, I'm definitely going to watch it. Absolutely. But anywho's, um, so... There's a lot of rumor about how the director, who's also a trash bag, um, As got inspired. Are. Well, you see, he is, he claims to be inspired by a Steven Spielberg movie for this, for this one that he made, because he made the Jeepers Creepers he wrote and directed them. But, um, I don't know if this was before or after Jeepers Creepers, but I think it, I think it was before, but it came out that he had, um, raped a boy who was on 
a film production of a previous, like a different movie about clowns. And a little, a human garbage dumpster. Yeah, walking. So, um, I don't care how he got inspired by it, but people think that he maybe watched a um unsolved mysteries show where they talked about a case because it looks kind of like he maybe ripped off their reenactment as like the first wow. part of his movie but he has never credited this case to his inspiration of course not that um, wouldn't get him any kind of credibility well he's no he's that. he's directed all of them as far as i can tell what so there's that, that. <laughs> you know hollywood men are no better no men are quite usually worse I just think that they are, they're just men who have now money and power. Yeah. And Always egos. Back up, so. Mm-hmm. Um, I also want to mention that song, you know, the song. Creepers, creepers, which, get which I know, ironically, our grandmother always sang, even though she hated Halloween and thought it was the devil's day. But, you know. Yeah, and somehow she ended up with two grandchildren who were just super in. Super witchy, ghosty people. Yeah. Oh, well. Love you, Grandma. <laughs> Thank you for buying me all those Nancy Drew games that made me this way. And the Dracula game that you bought me. Oh, she bought you the Dracula game? <laughs> she bought me the Dracula no. game and I was playing it in her her house and I was like, I am in a, like, corrupted monastery right now and there is monks <laughs> drinking blood everywhere. But, Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Grandma. Thanks, Grandma. I love you for encouraging me. <laughs> um, but that song was originally written around 1935 to 1938. Ooh. I see different times, and it's credited to a black woman named Ethel Waters. But if you look it up on Google, the first people it shows you are Tony Bennett and Frank Sinatra. And I'm like, that's almost like 20 years later, and it's white men doing her song. As most jazz songs go. Yeah. I mean, I know it's like, it was like that time when everyone was just taking everyone's music and like doing it themselves, but she seems like she got lost in there. Yeah, she's really impressive. She's gorgeous too. Mm-hmm. If you look at her, she's gorgeous. So Deserves I just wanted to say that she wrote Jeepers Creepers, the song that everyone loves on TikTok right now, okay? Really? I've still never heard the full song. I've only heard that line from the song. I mean, I can't play it for you because I can we'll only play later. nine seconds we'll of it. <laughs> um, okay, but there is a story around it that people think that he based it off of because he took it from an Unsolved Mysteries episode. Exciting. So okay. I'm going to tell you about that case because maybe it was Jeepers Creepers. This will mean less to you because you've not seen the movie, so you won't know the scenes that I'm talking about, but we'll, we'll, we'll see if we can find well, it. Well, yeah, we can always you watch it later, too, and then I'll be like, oh, that's what you're talking about. Yeah. So just yeah. know that that would be my reaction had I okay. seen this. Um, It's also been a minute since I've watched the first one. I usually watch the second one with the high schoolers on the bus. Okay, I've seen the very first part of that one. So I feel, I've mostly seen that one. Um, it's been a while since I've seen this one. Justin Long is in the second one, but he's like a memory. No, that's so sad. So, um, all right, yeah. Justin Long. Justin Long's character in Jeepers <laughs> Creepers, the, the premiere. <laughs> Not whatever. Justin Long, the person. No, live forever. <laughs> um. Okay. So the way that this story starts, and this is kind of how they told it in Unsolved Mysteries, just so you can. And there's also apparently videos that compare the start of the movie to the the reenactment of the show. 
And then there's all these people yelling in the comments that it's just similar. It's fine. Everybody gets inspiration from their own place. Don't accuse me of copyrighting. God damn it. Okay. Aaron and Dan, if you're listening, hi. They've been doing this sound for the last, like, week, and it's gotten stuck in my head. Anyway, um, so it starts out with a couple, Ray and Marie Thornton, who's not their names in the movie, so, like, I don't know, I think this is maybe Justin Long in here, but I'm not sure. I think it is, but again, I'm not sure because it's been a minute since I've watched that movie. They're okay, so a boyfriend girlfriend, okay. Ray, or not they're I think they're married, or a young couple, something. They have the same last name, so I'm assuming they're married. I thought they were brother and sister for a second. I don't think they are. They're a couple. Um, they're on a drive in the cold water Michigan countryside on Easter Sunday. Just being like, ah, beautiful. That's also so nice actually. It's like nineteen eighty nine, nineteen ninety. It's like April fifteenth, I think nineteen ninety. That sounds so peaceful. Beautiful, love Michigan countryside? Yeah. Hang on, let me just check. In April? That sounds so lovely. Yeah, April 15th, 1990. I'm going to leave this up so I can show you what this beautiful man looks like. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yeah, they're having a grand time cruising. They're playing a license plate game where you, like, try to make a phrase or something out of the letters. Yeah. I feel like, because, like, that's a game that we play. Mom likes to play the whole, I mean, she does it too, but she also is like, Colorado punch, (laughs) Arkansas punch, and I'm like, I will slap you and jump out of this car. (laughs) I hate that game. I hate the slug bug game. I hate the road sign game. I hate Mm -hmm. the, like, ABC alphabet road sign game. All of them. I've played them all. They're bad. Just stick with I Spy. Or this license plate game where you're like, oh, eight I... elephants went swimming. <laughs> Whatever. You know, the things you do on road trips. Yeah, before the internet. Uh-huh. So they're driving around. They're playing this game. They're, like, laughing. And they're being cute. And then this van comes up behind them on this country road and just decides to ride their ass for, like, miles. Jesus. And they're like, what the fuck? Um, and so I wrote Eesh. Yeah, I was like, Eesh. I couldn't say that I would pull off, too, because if you're by yourself, it's like, fuck, you're letting them, like, see you stop. But also, what are you supposed to do? Well, I think they're on some, like, highway-ish, but, like, a small highway. But I'm guessing there were two lanes, so why didn't this person just go around them? Like, why the need to just ride their mm-hmm. ass for the whole thing? What were they supposed to do? Suspicious. So suspicious. Um, so the van apparently gets tired of their speed and does finally decide to just move the fuck around them. And then the girlfriend, Mary, or Marie, notices that the license plate has a GZ on it. And so she goes, geez, he's really in a hurry. Like, that was their game. And she had made that. Um, and I bet they probably just went like, ha 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 ha. That crazy guy and just kept driving because it's yeah. the 90s and they're having a good Easter day. You know, whatever. Yeah. Um, so a few miles down the road, though, they see the same van again, but it's behind the old schoolhouse. That's creepy AF. Is AF. Um, what makes it worse is that the man is now outside of the car and it looks like he's carrying around a bloody blanket. Yeah. 
that's not fun. Nope, don't like that. Um, but for whatever reason, I mean, I don't know honestly how I would have felt if I like was driving in the country roads and I just saw this and I'd be like, I need to know what's going on. But if I go over there, he'll murder me. I'd be like, I'm going to report that somewhere. Somewhere else. Yeah, so they decide to keep going, um, and they're just like, okay, great. Um, but only a few minutes later, this van is back on their ass. What the fuck? And it's staying there for miles before- I would be concerned and afraid. Yeah, very terrified. Which, this is also in the movie, they definitely changed the vehicle, if this is based on it. They did change the vehicle to this, like, really big fucking monster truck. Mm -hmm. Um, that I also think also has a weird license plate, but I think it has, like, a full saying on it, not just... They, like, took the the story of, we were playing the license plate game, and actually, like, I think gave it... Yeah, gave it it some douchebag personal license plate thing. Um, and so... It's much scarier in, in the movie, obviously, mm-hmm. as they do. Um, but so yeah, so they have this, they're dealing with it. The boyfriend, Ray, decides to pull off the highway. And as they're pulling off, they see that the van is also pulling onto the side of the highway when they're nope. moving. So they end up deciding to go the opposite direction onto the other side to try and see the license plate. They're trying to write it down. And um, Marie's also already writing down the G and the Z because she remembered it from making G's. Smart. These guys seem to know what they're doing as far as civilians go. For yeah. Kind of stuff. And, you know, enough to be paying attention to their surroundings. Mm-hmm. Because um, it would have been really easy to drive by that old schoolhouse and, like, not look at it at yeah. all. Um, so as they're going back to try and see the license plate... They see that he's actually changing his license plate. He's unscrewing it and putting another one onto oh it. Oh my god. And then Marie looks inside the car and sees that the passenger side door of the inside panel is covered in blood. What the fuck? Yeah. And they're like, okay. Um, so they actually decide to go back to the schoolhouse. I don't recommend this. But Come they, on, guys, you're better. You're smarter than that. I mean, this makes you know. This is definitely why you would end up getting. Murdered. And I, I think this is where like things split off because obviously they would probably go back to look for clues, and then they would end up getting face to face with the monster person. In whatever case, but what ended up happening is they go back to the schoolhouse to look for clues, and they find the the bloody blanket that they thought they saw stuffed haphazardly into an animal hole, and then they immediately go get the police. Because they're like, okay, I don't know what the fuck happened here, but something's, but something, something's bad, something's wrong. Yeah. I think there's a big problem. I don't like it. So when they go to the police, they're like, hello, we just saw this like really crazy thing. There was a guy, looked like he had bloody things, and then the, they're just explaining the story. And then the cops go, oh, we're actually looking for people right now. Oh, shit. They're like, we're actually looking for a, a wife who was in a domestic dispute with her husband and got carried away in front of her children and was told they were going to the hospital and they never made it there. The fuck? Yeah. Um, so then they tell them about the schoolhouse and the blanket and they, the police immediately go there and they like, what is, what is this word? Like tape it off, rip it off. Tape it off. Yeah. I was like, what is the word? 
They, they, they close it down so that they can look for things. But they don't find anything at the schoolyard. They just find the bloody blanket. But I mean, they're... at least the cops seem to be taking initiative on this one. I feel like in small towns they maybe do better. Because I think it was also the sheriffs, not the, like, PD. Mm-hmm. Um, so the woman that they were looking for, thinking that maybe this person that they saw dealing with this would have been um, 48-year-old Marilyn Depew, who I believe it's Depew, otherwise it's Depew. No, we're just no, going to go with Depew. I don't know what else yep. it would be. Depew? Depew? Depew looks right. Depew. Um, she was the Coldwater High School counselor and mother to three children. I believe their children were older. Like, okay. um, I'm guessing like late teens to like middle teens for like high, like junior high yeah, to high like school high range. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was married to her 46-year-old husband, Dennis Depew. Um, they, to the world, they were a very happy family, or at least a well-off, commonplace family, but actually were not that way. Um, after the children were born, Dennis grew sullen and withdrawn, and he started to isolate himself from the family and accused Marilyn of trying to turn the children against him. That sounds about right. It's very, very strange to be doing that immediately. Like, kids... Kids will love you even if you, you're someone is telling you bad things. Like we know this. Yeah, we've like, been there. Children have to decide that they don't want to be around you anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know what you think you could do, but like I can't. You're either so if even if maybe she was, you would already have to be very uninvolved for your children to be like, yeah, maybe, mm-hmm. yeah. Because if you're, like, the best dad and your wife is just always complaining about you, they're going to be like, but my dad is the best. Yeah. Like, so but my dad actually takes care of Check us. yourself, okay? Okay. So their daughter, Julie, who I believe is the middle child, recall that they did not fight with each other, but they actually just didn't talk to each other at all. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, Marilyn, who is the wife was uh, supposedly told her co-worker and Dunkel that she was really unhappy in her marriage. Um, And then in 1989, after 18 years, I think she had been finally convinced to just file for divorce, Mm -hmm. which she did. Um, People were asking her why she wanted to get a divorce, and she just said that the marriage was broken. Um, And then she told her lawyer... That she wanted to be more of her own person and raising her family as she saw fit. Respect. I mean, makes sense because if you're already doing all the yeah, work, yeah, she's like, already why the one you... raising the kids. Yeah. And like, I'm not, you know, if your person's not involved, why are you going to start following? Why are you going to keep following their rules when they're not even doing anything? Yeah, and also the kids can speak for themselves. Like, if she really was like the only one taking care of them, the kids would say that. Yeah. She felt that Dennis was trying to dominate her, run her life, and not allow her to make decisions that she wanted to make. Men. Classic abusive behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like Dennis was really agreeable at the start of this situation because he agreed to let her have primary custody of the children, and even in terms of their property, he let her have whatever she asked for. Okay. Um, 
So it seems like he kind of, like, knew this was coming. Or he's trying to, like... Look like the good guy? Or he's, like... he, Or he thinks she's going to come back. So he's like, yeah, I'll just give her whatever she wants. And then when she misses me, she'll just ask me to come back. Probably. You know, something mm-hmm. like that. And they'll be like, I'm the good guy. See, I did all this stuff. I'm great. I'm guessing that didn't happen. Um, Yeah, because here it says, like, it looks like he was trying to keep their marriage intact. But she ended up, like... I'm guessing that's in the separation part where he was like, yeah, you can have all this stuff. I think he wasn't expecting her to actually serve papers. She just asked for a divorce before. Mm-hmm. Um, and But anyway, she made the, she served papers and she made the divorce final December of 1989. So that would be only four months before Easter. Yeah. And um, in that process, he was granted bi-weekly visitation rights, but the children were reluctant to spend time with him. Are we surprised? Yeah, that says a lot right there. Are we surprised? That just shows how you were as a dad. Exactly. Like, of course your kids don't want to fucking spend time with you. Mm-hmm. Um, he was also granted access to the guest house. Wow. Why? Um, which he used both as an office and an excuse to maintain control over Marilyn. Of course. Duh. Of course he did. Although Marilyn wasn't playing around because after the final divorce, she changed all the locks on the house's doors. Nice. Um, but despite that, one day she comes home and he's just sitting on the couch. The fuck? And she has, like, no idea how he got in because he didn't have access to any of the new keys for the doors. Mm-hmm. Like, unless he pressured a kid to give him the keys, I don't know. It seems like maybe their son was a little still, like, on, like, dad's yeah. side. So, like, it's maybe he got, like, a key out of their son. Don't know. And then one day out of the blue, Dennis is at work, and he's talking to his co-worker named Jan Marko- Markowski, and he's just like, hey, I think I might kill myself. Uh, but I also think I might kill somebody else first. That's not something you bring up in casual conversation. No, I'm sorry. I think Jan was probably just like tippity-typing away on her yeah, cut she, keyboards, she's just doing her thing. Doing her job, making money, bringing in the dough. And then this douchebag, you know, deadbeat, is just like, hey, Jan. She's like, yes, Dennis. Yes, what? I'm very busy. And he's like, I think I might kill myself and other people. And she's like, well, fuck. There goes my afternoon. She's like, shit, look at all this paperwork I have to do now. I mean, I don't know what she exactly did with that information, but like, I mean, I don't know. Mental health was not the way it was back in the 90s. And she probably was like, yeah. Gonna <laughs> ignore that. That's a fun one right there. <laughs> um, so okay, now we're on Easter Sunday, 1990, when later the the couple would see a really weird van the whole afternoon. I don't like it. Um, Dennis comes to pick up two of his three children, um, because Julie had already said she was not gonna go with her dad on that day. Uh, so he's going to pick up Jennifer and their son, Scott. When Scott asked to stay a little bit longer, apparently Dennis just lost it. He got so pissed and he um started to argue with Marilyn, which became a fight. And he started to blame her for ruining his life. Oh, sure. Jesus. I think that's something that she definitely was the culprit oh, of. Oh, yeah. Totally. It's not like you probably stayed in a job that you hated and 
probably had kids that you didn't really want. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, did you stop making friends, Dennis? Sounds like you maybe stopped making friends because then you wouldn't have been telling Jan, your coworker, that you maybe were really sad and wanted to unalive yourself and other people. Mm-hmm. I have no sympathy for you and Dennis. It sounds like a sad nope. name. <laughs> Unless it's uh, Dennis from Hotel Transylvania. Oh, Denisovich? But his name is Denisovich, not Dennis. Okay, valid point. Because yeah, you have Dennis Rader, who was the um, BTK killer. Mm-hmm. So, Dennis is a bad name. Don't name your children them. Dennis. Unless it's <laughs> Denisovich. Yeah, unless it's Denisovich. Yeah. Any hoozle. So, yeah, ruining his life. Uh, then he pushes her down a hallway, oh. and he begins to hit her as their children all yell at him to stop. And they're, like, begging him, stop hitting her. He did this in front of their children on Easter. That is traumatizing. On this day that Jesus was perhaps risen from the grave, and the pagan people were celebrating spring. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Fuck. This truly just shows that he has yeah. no respect for anyone. Oh, ever. no. No, he is all about himself. Um, okay, so then he pushes Marilyn down the stairs and she falls onto a landing. And then he uh, went to her and he keeps fucking hitting her. Oh, fuck. So the oldest daughter, Jennifer, starts to just be like, okay, I'm. we're not going to get him to stop. So she runs to the neighbor's house and she's like, please call the sheriff. This is happening. My dad's gone crazy. He's going to kill her. Probably. Mm-hmm. I'm paraphrasing. Yeah. No, that is what she said verbatim. Right there. <laughs> right there. Quote me on it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have no sources, but that's what she said. Mm-hmm. Um, at this time, Dennis is now, like, uh, she he takes, he picks Marilyn up off the stairs and is, like, dragging her to his van. <laughs> that is... Wh- terrifying? <laughs> yeah. Terrifying. Um... And he yells back to the kids that are still there, being like, Dad, what the fuck? And he's like, I'm taking her to the hospital. I think that's how he would talk. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, and Julie is noticing that her mom is not walking. He is full on dragging yeah. her limp body. Um, and then she's like, Mom? And Ju- and Marilyn? Not responding. She Like Julie says, she looks like she's in a daze. I don't know what's going on. She looked out of it as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then he puts her in the van, and he drives away. That's not suspicious at all. And, well, and then they never end up getting, showing up at a hospital. Yeah. So that's when the sheriff deputies get the call, and they're like, oh, and well, like, you know, hours later, they deal, the, the couple deals with this van that has blood all over the inside of the mm-hmm. door, and is like, to call the cops and then they're like okay so we think that this is probably what happened here um and so they are looking around the schoolhouse for her Mm -hmm. but she ends up getting discovered by a highway worker um the next day just off a deserted road in bethel township no which is halfway between the schoolhouse and her home so what I think he was going to dump her there, and then the car drove by and, like, Mm -hmm. made a problem. And so he was, like, he, like, probably buried the blanket because maybe he would throw them off the case because they would go back there and find the blanket, which I guess worked for a bit. 
but then he just dumped her off of like a yeah. road. So dumb, Dume. Mm-hmm. So okay. So she had been shot once in the back of her head, and like there was like I think they also found a lot of blood at the schoolyard. So I'm mm-hmm. guessing he probably shot her there and then put her back in the van the and drove her somewhere else. The van and probably all over her body, just bloody, probably. But that's what I'm guessing. So they that's what they determined. Actually, ended up killing her. The shot to the back of her head. And then, instant way to go, I guess, but not the torture beforehand. That that situation must have just been agonizing and terrifying. And like, since she was a mother and this was happening in, in her home, her in front of her children, she's probably also like panicking about what's he going to do to them? What's this going mm-hmm. to do to them? And like, try- she probably was trying to like, yeah. get back up. And it just, no, the answer was no. Yeah. So then just days later, Dennis ends up sending a bunch of, like, just just wacky, crazy, rambling letters to friends and relatives where he's trying to justify her death. <sighs> you remember Jan? He yeah. wrote to Jan. What? what? He, he wrote, why are you going to Jan? I don't know why he goes to Jan. Why do you go to she your probably coworker? is like, why am I involved? She's probably like, please stop. He wrote I just to Jan, want to do my job. And he said, Marilyn had many, many opportunities to treat me fairly during this divorce, but she chose to string it out, trick me, and lie to me. And when you lose your wife, your children, your home, there's not much left. I was too old to start over. Dude, you fucking suck. Okay? Suck. This is just the consequences of your actions and the fact that you probably for 20 years didn't do shit for anyone. Okay. Um, so altogether, Dennis sent a total of 17 layers. Layers. Postmarked to Virginia, Iowa, and Oklahoma. Um, the letters, so Anne, which is Marilyn's co-worker, said that he was trying to tell Marilyn's friends that they were the reason that she's dead, even though he's the one that shot her. What? Because he was blaming Marilyn's actions on the fact that her friends were probably being like, you deserve better, he's bad, you know, and it was like, you you did this, you made me kill her. Even though he did yeah, it. It was all literally of him the one. doing shit. Yep. Um, okay, so Marilyn's parents felt that the only closure they would get regarding her loss was to have Dennis be caught. Um, yeah. Because he vanished after they saw him change his license plates on their own. He mm-hmm. was gone. Um, so then three months after the murder, Dennis sent a co- copies of 13-page letters to a number of friends and relatives, um, and they were all, like, 5,000-word rationales in which he liberally stole from the Bible and said things like, an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth, a lie for a lie, a life for a life. And then also, I realize that vengeance is mine, saith the Lord, but sometimes the Lord is busy doing other things. 
this fucking rationale. Basically, he was like, God said I can do this, but he's fucking busy, so I actually had to do it yeah. myself. God is like, this is justified. God co-signed on this. I'm <laughs> exactly. just the one that's like, I'm just following it out it. for him. You know, I'm the one like full following through exactly on this situation. But you know, he he's definitely cool with me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, totally. Yeah. Um. Okay. So this case was covered by Unsolved Mysteries, which I think I did say at the beginning of the episode. You did indeed. Um. And it aired March twentieth, nineteen ninety one. Um. And remember, Dennis disappeared after this. Oh, so he's so been had, missing for unsolved. almost a year. So yeah, it was unsolved. They yeah. didn't know exactly what happened. That means um, he's definitely still around to know about this, though. Um, yeah, so the show, I believe, came on from 8 to 9. And halfway through it, at 8.30, a woman named, quotes Mary, I'm guessing it's a fake name, mm-hmm. um, arrived at her home outside of Dallas, Texas. Um, she was living there with her boyfriend, quote, Hank Queen. Hank. Not our boy. Queen. Hank Queen. Uh, yeah, I'm just, those are big air bunnies. Hank Queen. Queen. Okay. Um, he's boy. already home, and I'm guessing he's watching Unsolved Mysteries. He was parked in the driveway, which Mary said was strange because he usually kept it inside the garage. Also, his car? Is a van. Great. I don't like people who drive vans. Yeah. So when she comes home, he told her that his mom was very ill and that he needs to go take an emergency trip back home so he can take care of her. Okay. He asked her to make him some sandwiches for his trip um, and was very precise on, like, how, how he wanted them prepared. And so, with all of this, she was feeling that something was weird. And I think she'd also thought that something was weird about him, like, when they first started dating. And I think she had even had a PI look into him, but nothing came back. So, she was like, okay, I guess it's just me. He's Mm -hmm. fine. Um, But, so she felt something was going on, but wasn't sure what it was. As he was gathering up his clothes and personal items, he was giving her the instructions on preparing his food. Um, and then after putting all his belongings into the van, he said goodbye to her, and she could tell that something was troubling him, and she just had this feeling she would never see him again. Mm-hmm. It was later that night that Mary finds out that Hank is actually Dennis. Dennis. Are we fucking surprised? No, that he, he's a fucking This creep. man, missing for a year after maybe murdering his wife, most likely, definitely, In is front still of driving the same van. <laughs> what the fuck, bro? Yeah, that sounds about right. Did you want to get caught? What? Did, how did he get the blood off of his window without anyone else noticing? I mean, he probably, like, just, I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure if you're, like, driving through a truck stop in the middle of bumfuck nowhere... No one's really looking at you when you yeah, hose down the inside of true. your upholstery. Who knows? This is ridiculous. Um, yes. At least he didn't murder her. Yeah. So, um, she also learned that he has been featured on a broadcast and is wanted by yeah. the sheriff's department. Moida. Moida? Um, she thinks that he was probably watching the show. And then she came home, and he was really like, uh, uh, don't, don't look, look at, at the, the TV. TV. Make me sandwiches. 
please, I have to leave for my mother. Make me sandwiches. He would not have said please. No, he wouldn't have. He just would have been like, I have to go. You must make me sustenance for the road, saith the Lord. <laughs> Surprised didn't like try and fake it as a pastor or something. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's what I said. They didn't find anything when she looked him up before, but one of Mary's friends called the telecenter and was the one that provided the authorities with his Texas license plate number hey. of his van. Because she had also been fucking watching the show and was like, I know that ugly fucking face anywhere. I'll show you. <laughs> Do you want to see it now? Yes, let's see it. This is this man. Tell me what? he doesn't look like the creeper from the Scooby-Doo cartoon. He, yeah. What? I, I'll post it, but I dare you all to look at it and tell me that is not that man. What the fuck? There it is, side by side. Looks the same. Yep, looks the same. Looks the same. I'm also going to type up the creeper Scooby-Doo. So you can see this man is the same. <laughs> it's the same man. I'm also going to post the creeper. It's the same fucking man. And That's you brilliant. can't tell me it's a coincidence that he's also the inspiration for Jeepers Creepers. Yeah, no, he totally is. That's so. brilliant. Yeah. Um, so four hours later, the Louisiana State, Louisiana Mississippi State border, because um, that friend of Mary's gave the people his license plate, mm -hmm. so they gave it to the police. The police are looking for him. And they find him there. And so the Louisiana State Troopers are spotting his van. They're trying to pull him over. He ends up leading a 15-mile high-speed chase um, where he breaks through two police barricades. Jesus. This would have been amazing to watch on the news because I, I love know. a car chase. We do love a good car chase. I am nothing but a dog. <laughs> I just like a car chase. <laughs> I get really mad when I come on to the car chase at the end of it. I know. And, like, like, I missed shit. everything. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> the news is things. supposed to be on at 11, not 1030. Anyway. Um, okay, so then Warren County, Mississippi Sheriff, whose name is Paul Barrett at the time, told his deputies that if the van refuses to stop, shoot out its tires. Okay. Um, they weren't able to get the front ones, but they did get the back tires. So he keep Dennis keeps driving on these tires for about a half a mile before his van just is like, "We're done. You're <laughs> done. We're stopping now. We're done now." Um. So then around 4 a.m., after firing two shots through his windshield at deputies, they end up having to shoot into him. Mm -hmm. Um, and in that mess, he turns his gun on himself and takes his own life. Motherfucker. Can't take responsibility for his own damn actions. No, nope. and the, the sheriff says that he believes that Dennis wanted to die that night, either by deputies or himself. And so we'll never exactly know what happened. I mean, I guess we do. We know that she was shot in the back of the head, and we all know that he killed her. And so, but yeah, he did he, no jail time for this fucker. Didn't even see court. I hate this motherfucker. And I his hope, stupid, yeah. dumb, long face. I hope he's getting marched on by fire ants in hell every day. Ooh, yeah. The fire ant parade. The big ones, too, from that Indiana Jones movie. Yeah, the fourth one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The only good part yeah. about that movie was the terrifying ants. That's the only thing I remember about that movie is the fucking ants. Ugh, terrifying. 
So yeah, he is a bad guy. I don't want like a bad dad, a bad husband who couldn't handle that he was not putting in enough attention to his family and they decided they did not him. like him anymore. What happened with the kids? I don't know. I do want to know that. I don't know how old Jennifer was when this all happened, but like that is a big thing because they were still like kids when yeah, this happened they and they lost their parents, both parents one in one night on Easter to the to the father. I'm like, guessing they if they didn't have family, I'm guessing they would have had family because she had parents when she died. Mhm. So I'm guessing they probably ended up with grandma and grandpa. I would hope so at least. Yeah. But yeah. What the fuck? What the fuck? Fucking men. And then that made Jeepers Creepers, which made a franchise Jesus with Justin Long in it for creepers. at least one and a half. At least one and a half. Mm -hmm. And a creeper from Scooby-Doo. That's not credited, but like, I'll post pictures. You'll Technically, see. Technically, Jeepers Creepers wasn't credited either. No. No, no. It's all rumor and hearsay, but it looks very it similar. It looks very similar. And I encourage you to watch the movie and the Unsolved Mysteries episode and see if they are, in fact, very similar. Okay, Because yes. I did not have time to watch we'll them back there. to back. But we'll I there. will look at it. Heck yeah. And being the fact that the director is a bag of trash, I wouldn't be surprised. Okay. Should we tell them the things? Yeah, let's tell them the things. Alrighty, you can find us at nope underscore I'm underscore scared. Follow us, like us, shoot us a DM, or always have a chat with you guys. We're on Instagram. Didn't mention that first. What did you just say? Our nope, I'm scared. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, You're like, where is this coming from? Yeah, I don't know. I wasn't even listening. <laughs> I'm tired. Wow. Um, it's, yeah, it's nope at night. <laughs> yeah, nope at night. Um, and then if you want to write us an email or send us a listener story, the email is nope, I'm scared podcast at gmail.com. Do whatever you like. We're going to do a listener stories soon with our scary <laughs> stories that we're going to do for Halloween. Um, spooky, spooky, spooky. we also are in the process of setting up a YouTube channel, which I couldn't Heck find yeah. on my own, but I know it exists. Time to start hyping it. <laughs> so if we get things set up, we're going to start posting episodes, old ones on there and new ones will come out the same way that you guys get them anywhere. So if you want to watch it on YouTube See in the background, we, we, we'll do live shows eventually. We're in planning like December. A, we're planning to try and join Jack Septicai's Thankmas and do a big two-hour live stream. Yeah, charity, a two-hour live stream where we'll do a really big case that I've been working on for a bit. So I know that's a big case for people that they like to hear about it, and I haven't really heard enough people talk about it lately. So mm -hmm. hopefully it's not just same old, same old for you guys. So if you're interested in that, we'll try to figure out how to do that situation. But yes, um, so yeah, a lot of things happening. We're still going to try to push out all of our content as normal. But yeah, if you want to reach out to any of us and stuff, it's nope, I'm scared podcast at gmail.com and on Instagram, nope underscore I'm underscore scared. Do you want us to get a Twitter slash TikTok? Let us know. I think TikTok could be fun, but that's just me. And then if you are able to. Um, rate, review, or subscribe wherever you're listening. Please do that. It helps Woo, us. Yeah. It's fun and it's free. Um, thanks, guys. Anything else? Yeah, I don't think so. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.